Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's The Uggs. Jamie? I am a selfish, self-centered dick. Paula? I was desperate and the guy was really hot, so... You know, I mean, you do what you got to do. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome. It is The Ugly Truth. This is episode 168. 168! I can't believe we've been doing it for 168 episodes. It doesn't feel like it. Actually, yeah. it feels like a little longer, but that's just me. <laughs> you know what? I know me too, actually. I was thinking the same thing. Ugh. Okay, hold Do on. I feel, I feel like I need a running start. <clears throat> Ugh. Okay, that's better. <laughs> you sprinted to that one. You know what? It's just some sometimes, some days you're just, you know, it comes yeah. to you naturally. And other days I was like about to do it and I'm like, oh, this is, this may not be okay. Like... I yes. need to really focus. Are you going to do one like our sister Stephanie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where she felt like she sounded like she'd been stuck in a mousetrap. Well, when you talk like she does all day long, for God's oh my sakes. God, you'd you think know. she would have a really good one, actually, she, with all of her talking. She talks in a perpetual scream. <laughs> she really does. She's very loud voice. She has the volume control issue. She's like my daughter who, just, you know, <laughs> she, she just always wants to be heard, you know, so she's always just yelling. And I like, have have the microphone so you will hear everything i have to say we're like olivia we're right here you don't have to yell <laughs> mackenzie is like that when she comes home from work you know she works at starbucks and you know when you are in the food service industry it does not matter whether you're selling eight dollar cups of coffee or mcdonald's you're dealing with the public who want to be fed and so uh they deal with all walks of life. And, you know, Starbucks is notorious for hiring millennials because those are the mm-hmm. most attractive folks to sell you expensive coffee. Sure. And so there's a lot of emotional outbursts. <laughs> I mean, they are they're perpetually. God. She comes home and there is always some kind of drama that has gone on. I go, well, like what? She goes, well, Felicia, she just stormed out. She's probably going to get fired. I'm like, Molly, Kenzie, you say that literally every week. Weekly, you say this, that someone's getting fired for storming out. It's always something with these people. It's coffee, for God's sakes. I know. And it's hard. You know, it's it's actually quite a pleasure to work at Starbucks. It's just because they hire a fairly average age of 20 to 23 to start, you know, it's there's a lot of, you know, hangovers and stoners and, you know, angst college children who have no idea what they want to do with their lives so there's always a lot of crying and whatnot so a lot of breakups (laughs) oh my god i know right but you and i were just talking before the show about cleaning because before we got going on our show i was instructing the girls who are home for the summer essentially to do something clean the freaking house and so i'm like just take your laundry upstairs because it never it just sits on the couch I'm not one of those mothers who folds her laundry and places it on their bed neatly. I used to do that until I went upstairs and started seeing that that folded laundry was on the floor because they were too lazy to put it away and they wanted to go to bed. I don't do it anymore. 
I don't know about you. Well, your kids are small. I just put it in their drawers, except for Ryan. He kind of does his own laundry. So, yeah, I stopped doing he that He does for his him. own laundry? Basically, yeah. We taught wow. him how to use the washing machine and the dryer. And so, I mean, we'll help him as far as well, realizing so. that, you know, he's running out of clothes. And we'll be like, Ryan, do you need to do your laundry? And so we'll help him sort out a pile, put it in the mm. washing machine, get it out of the dryer. And then I'll put it on his bed and ah, you know, and then I'll, he'll fold and put away. I'll sit there with him, and we'll fold it together. Oh, well, that's that's okay. God, so. I used to do that with Tyler when he was about his age. I'd be like, Tyler, here's all your clothes. Put them away, and I'd go in there, and he'd be sleeping on a pile of toys. I'm like, <laughs> how hard is it? How hard is it? Just go put your put your clothes away. He's like, what? I got tired. I'm like, you escape is what you do, Mister. You don't want to do that anyway. So. Yes, I say, can you please unload the dishwasher while I'm recording the show, quietly please? And you and I were talking about how we hate it when others do the chores, because, and I actually, I do hate it, because I can do it much more efficiently, faster, better. I'm like the bionic woman, literally, I can go in there and get it done before anyone else. But as you said, our mom trained us to clean the kitchen a certain way, which is doing the dishes means cleaning the kitchen, as you said. Basically. And when, you know, Daryl, who is also a control freak and wants to be a helper all the time, he'll do the dishes. First of all, like I said, he will do like the three largest bowls and a spatula, not efficiently. And you know what else I hate really? Honestly, I think about it. So when I load the dishwasher, he'll go in and change it. He'll fix it, thinking he's being more efficient. Why? I don't know. He's like, you load it funny. I'm like, you load it inefficiently. Get out. You know, Victor complains the way I do the dishes because he says, you never rinse them off good enough. And he says, and there's always food left over on there. And I'm like, it's a dishwasher. It washes the dishes. I'm you like, don't have to I'm wash like you wash you every single dish before you put it in there. I'm like, and what's, what's the point? I'm like, what is the point? I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to sit there and scrub and wash every dish with soap only to put it in the dishwasher that's wasting time and double the waste of water and we buy the expensive little pods you know with the platinum extra little soap thing in it right i'm not going to pre-wash them just so they can get extra (laughs) special washed by these things Yesterday, we got home from the grocery store because it had been an extended period of time since we had gone to the grocery store. So I'm, we were out of everything. And so I said, okay, well, we get home, we're unloading everything. And I know this seems pretty benign, but if you're married or if you have a partner and you know one of them is just lacking in certain areas, it gets on your nerves after a while. So I'm putting away something and I set the grocery bag down and I look down and there is rings of sticky on the counter. Now, I have cleaned the kitchen several times. I don't know how I missed this, but it was in a corner that I never use. It was kind of like where our toaster oven was. Oh, okay. I gave our son the toaster oven, so there, it's it's empty over there, and we're I bought a toaster, an actual toaster. Oh, oh my God. Welcome to the 21st century, Jamie. <laughs> I know, because my son was the only one that actually used the toaster oven, and so Malia's like, what is this contraption? I go, it's called a toaster. You can put bagels in it. All right. Well, I don't know how to use it. I said, all right, I'm, I can't, I can't right now. I can't. Was she being sarcastic or real? No, she was real. And so I'm looking down and I see these sticky rings. Well, last week, Daryl decided he wanted to make my ties. And so there were all these sticky rings of sugary alcohol liqueurs from the bottles still there. Now he put everything away 
but neglected to wipe the counter. And so I was like, you know what? I, I wonder what kind of world it would be if I lived like that, where I just, you know, ignored things and just kind of allowed sticky rings to just stay forever. And I felt like, you know, initially it was my fault. Like I didn't see it. I'm like, no, you know what? It isn't my fault because if I had put the bottles away, I would have seen those rings of liquor on the counter. I had the same problem yesterday. My six-year-old did the same exact thing, but it was my six-year-old. Yes. (laughs) Not a 40-something. But she actually noticed what she did. She just chose not to tell me. Oh, that's pretty much the same. Yeah, that's pretty much the same. All right. Well, welcome to the ugly truth. Uh, It's freaking California's on fire again. Welcome to summer. Welcome to hell. I don't know about you, but I feel like this heat has been making me sick. Honestly, you know, you asked me, this is the second or third week in a row before we start recording. You asked me if I'm feeling all right and I'm feeling fine. The problem is I am suffering from some kind of allergies, stuffiness. My ears are puffy. You know, they're all plugged up with pressure. And, you know, every couple of days ago, well, maybe I have a cold. I'm like, no, I haven't had a cold for three weeks. I have allergies. I refuse to be one of those people who has an allergist. I don't want to be one of those people. I don't want to go and say, well, I had to go to the allergist again. You know, it's like the sudden dissension into old people things. I don't want that to happen to me. So I'm kind of living in denial right now. Well, do you take like a daily allergy pill? No. I used to do Flonase every day Mm. and my doctor swears by it. He's like, you have to do it. It works, blah, blah, blah. But I started getting headaches. So I stopped taking it because I get migraines anyway. I know when one's coming and I can tell that this thing was causing me. I mean, okay, someone who has migraines, it's probably not advised to snort things up into your nasal cavity regularly. It will ultimately cause, it could potentially cause a headache. So see, that's what I've been battling all week is a migraine. I started getting one like Sunday afternoon. We went to this barbecue at a friend's house and it was just like Sunday. The heat was so bad. Yeah, it was oppressive. And we were at this barbecue and there was like no breeze and the barbecue Mm. didn't start until seven, but we were there and sitting in their backyard and the sun was already down and it was just like just this we were just sitting in this hot air for hours that sounds like hell to me it was awful and so i've been battling like uh, the same migraine all week but i take imitrex for my migraines yes but i have been having terrible migraines for like a month and so i don't get a refill my imitrex until like the 12th and i'm down to my last one because they only give you like nine paula i swear to god i filled my imitrex i only have five left i had a migraine i took two and i i almost feel like a junkie i'm like i only have two left i am holding on to that imitrex for like a dear god emergency (laughs) and so i've been taking like aspirin ecedrin migraine yes you know drinking coffee emodium not emodium what am i saying Um, (laughs) you're gonna poop it out motrin motrin i've been doing the cocktails as well i'm taking everything i can because i'm just like i am not taking that i have to say it's like in in case of emergency break glass situation (laughs) yes the one that has the spider in the glass you know like i will do it oh my god 
I know. So true. Because you know true. how it is with those things. Like, I God, they're brutal. Know why they do that? I Hormones. That. And then it's just such a pain in the ass to get it refilled when you're out completely and you're like, look. I, and and Daryl is like, don't wait until you're out because every time you wait till you're out, it takes you like three days to get the refill done. And I, because it's just, it's just one of those stupid things with doctors and pharmacies. You know, they both have this power trip. Like, well, wait, we don't call. And I'm like, well, who the fuck calls? I need someone to call. I will be your mediator. Okay please do you have zero refills every month no but it just still it still takes forever okay because usually i get the one where i submit the refill and then i get the text message back saying yes too early to refill your prescription (laughs) will be refilled on and i'm just like thanks thanks a lot like letting me know like i'm a junkie yeah i know but you can't have your vicodin yet yeah it's time sorry i know it's gonna have to get your smack somewhere else I have seriously contemplated trying to find Imitrex online, but I'm afraid I'm going to end up with some opiate and it's going to kill me. So yeah, I figured, never mind. Fentanyl from the UK or something. Yeah, or from Mexico. <laughs> so forget it. I'll just endure. But yes, I'm the same way with my migraine medicine. They they are so selective about how much they'll give you. And I, and I know it's, you know, you can cause yourself harm if you take too much, but still, it's like when you have a migraine, you'll pretty much do anything. You, you. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've fantasized about dr- drilling a hole in my head to try to get the pain out. I mean, I've done just about everything other than that, of course. I th- Sometimes the only thing I really wish I had, what is that? Novocaine, like a Novocaine <sighs> oh, shot. Oh, like Manicaine. Yeah. That I could stick up my nose and like mm-hmm. inject it right into that nerve. Numb it. And then I would just numb my face. <laughs> that's maybe, what I want to do. You know, maybe Michael Jackson had migraines. Maybe that's why he had a doctor put him in a surgical sleep every night. I think Michael Jackson had a lot more problems than Michael anyone Jackson, could ever Jackson, <laughs> honestly, that dude was fucked up. He's maybe that's done. why he removed half his face. I don't really know. <laughs> you know what? He did have a hole in his nose. Maybe he did do what I wanted to do. He just had the money to drill his hole. He could be. Whereas I do not. Anyway, so this is going to be our hodgepodge episode, as as you can tell. We're winding through the summer. July is going to have a couple of breaks. Paul is taking a little vacation next week. And then we will be taking an official vacation the last week of July. When we get closer to it, we'll talk about it more. But there will be a best of week coming in. So we're kind of like... I don't know. I'm a little tapped out. I mean, I know we only record once a week, but we give it 110% mm-hmm. every week. So we're just like, uh, you know, and we don't take vacations like other podcasts do. We literally plow through as long as we can before we go. You know what? We're we're literally slinking into home. We need to take a break. So this is kind of the time period for us. I would. Wouldn't you agree? Well, and we have legit reasons that we have. Yes. We have to take time off. So, yes, it's true. We do have legitimate reasons. But anyway, so this will be our hodgepodge episode, but we have a bunch of stuff to talk about that we want to talk about. If you listen to Ugly Cuts, you heard Paula talk about the fact that she wanted to tell me about this stalker that she we've reached (laughs) stalker status. And I want to hear more because you had told me just you and I sister talking. You had told me that you thought you had a stalker. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And so I was like, when he sends you a dick pic keep me informed okay so so what happened so when we basically 
put on blast all of our social networking, including mm-hmm. like, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. Yes. We got a bunch of responses. We did. I still do. Yeah, I'm still getting some. So yes. I got a particular Snapchat one that was like an Australian something username. And I got some private messages from this person. Mm-hmm. And every time he sent me a message it included like a photo but the photo was of his face was like distorted or something but you know he was a cute little guy and he's just like hi friend and blah 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 and you know always very vague and i'm just like hi i'm like i don't think i know you and i said you think it was a catfish well i'm not sure and so okay go i'm sorry i said how do you know me and then he would always change the subject Mm. and so i'm just like Okay, I'm like, haha, you know, like, you know, so I would just chit chat, but trying to always like keep him at a distance and sure. say like, basically like, what do you, what do you want? Yeah, why and, are you, ta- why are you talking to me? And so I would just ignore him sometimes, and then another time, you know, he sent me like a picture of him at work, and you know, he was always dressed really nice. <laughs> What does that mean? Like polo shirts and khakis? No, 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 no. Like a in suit? like really nice button-up shirt and like nice pants and really expensive shoes. And so, what was he? Was he? What did he look? He was young. I would say in like probably late twenties. Okay. And you do like him young. And I, I mean, I really don't. I really don't believe this person was from Australia. Got it. I mean, that got it. That would be very easy to just say that i mean this person could be like a 500 pound you know 70 year old man from (laughs) yeah you know milwaukee i just got it i don't really know so eventually i just said i just told him i'm like look i'm like you're gonna have to tell me how you know me otherwise this conversation is over sure and he just said something like that's top secret and then i'm like all right goodbye and then the next the next chat was a picture of him with his hand in his pants. It's, no, it was his hand in his zipper. And he said, come and get it. What? <laughs> so you didn't get an actual dick pic? No, but I mean, it was obviously his hand in his zipper. And here's what? the thing is, is I tried to take a, a screenshot of it. Yeah. But I am not like sophisticated you don't know how to enough. I thought I did, but instead it opened Google and I'm just like, <laughs> damn it. Oh, you're like, no, no. I'm like, I don't want to open Google. I want to try and take a screenshot. <laughs> and the thing about Snapchat is, is once it you goes do away. that, you can't ever get it back. I know. You're like, no. it was funny because i was i told producer dub i said paula is getting some person who's being you know a little saucy on snapchat and she was saying it's kind of like this stalker kind of dude and um you had told me a few other little items that that this person had said and so i said you know i'm hoping she gets a dick pic because i totally want to see it because to me i don't understand first of all why men send dick pics on these date like like on tinder or any or snapchat or any of these things and i said i told her to take a like a screenshot of it so i could see it and he goes you know when you do a screenshot on snapchat it tells the person that you did that and i said what 
He goes, yeah, it says that it'll give them a notification that you Snapchatted, that you screenshotted their their photo. And I said, that's not true. <laughs> like, well, no, it's who, not. He goes, it who, is, it is. Who cares? Nobody, but I just was like, how? That's so intru- That's so weird. It's like, why would you get a notification that someone screenshotted your photo that you put out there? And I go, well, I've never gotten any notifications. He goes, well, then no one's screenshotting your photo. And I said, all right, well, we're going to have to experiment and figure it out. So maybe when well, when you do one, I'm going to screenshot it. And then if you get a notification, then that will confirm or deny this ap- alleged thing that occurs. I mean, if I can figure out how to send you a picture in a chat, <laughs> I guess I will. But so actually, so here's the weird part is I, I tried to Google his username and nothing came up. Do you think it was like a spammy thing or like a like they deleted their I think they created a mm. username just just for you just to <laughs> do something for that purpose. So I think I was fished, but it remains mm. to be you'll never know. Cat or dog fished, I guess. Yeah, you'll <laughs> never know. <laughs> I don't know what they call it, the ma- the man fishing, but I was just thinking about it. I'm like, you know, speaking only for hetero women was there like one woman 15 years ago who found dick pics sexy and so now all men think that all women want to do that no i think men just adore themselves so much that they love you know men they're like they're they're the original roosters they walk around with their (laughs) chest puffed out and they're just like look at me you know and they still flex in the mirror even if they're you know 200 pounds overweight you know they just they love to look at themselves and so they think that everybody else would love to look at themselves including their Their wieners well you know what's interesting like i was thinking i was because i knew we were going to talk about dick pics today and so (laughs) because so i was just kind of contemplating i don't write notes per se i just have weird thoughts about stuff i was probably 14 years old the first time i saw a penis and it was because a friend of mine i was staying at a friend's house and they had a playgirl and now now looking back i'm like why did they have a playgirl because isn't that i mean i know because women don't necessarily like to see naked people like men i i mean maybe they do there is a genre of men uh, women who like you know used to love the male stripper thing and the magic mic and all that stuff but playgirl wasn't like that it was very homosexual well that's i mean yeah that that's i mean it was for in my mind and so i remember looking at the centerfold and i don't remember it was just some guy on hay wearing a cowboy hat and he wasn't even that he was like really thin and his penis was so like under average it was so underwhelming to me because it wasn't hard or anything it was just like kind of flaccity oh, I, I was looking at it going wow that's it You're that's like, all what there is, is that? <laughs> i'm like this is odd looking and so i was like first of all a couple of things on the dick pic one i have yet to see a dick pic of anybody whether i knew i've never seen one from someone i know like no one's ever sent me one but <laughs> They're either in the bedroom where there's dirty laundry and their pants are literally around their ankles. Always. Or they're in the bathroom with and any genital photo taken in the bathroom to me only relates to one thing and that's urinating or pooping. Like there's nothing about it that's sexy to me personally. Have you seen a dick pic in the bathroom that you liked? Um I well I've received one. Did and- you like it? Well, no, I mean, of course, of course I didn't like it and I didn't solicit it. 
But I mean, I actually more or less used it to inspect it for safety reasons. Yes. So, I mean, that was my general purpose. And then I just, you know, sent a bunch of texts afterwards to stroke the guy's ego because I really wanted it to just get laid. But I mean, that was my whole, you know, agenda behind it. If somebody I wanted to have sex with sent me a dick pic, it would be like a, like, it'd be like one of the dead Pac-Man people. I'd be over it so fast. Jamie, I was desperate and the guy was really hot. So, you know, I mean, you do what you got to do, but. I suppose. But I, I, to me, I'm like, I've never, I have yet to see examples of men showing off their penis in a photo that I found even remotely desirable like what who said this was the way to get a woman to have sex with you well apparently you i had no i mean i was already planning on having sex with him that was already like established and so this was just like post discussion and so i was like oh okay well i guess whatever i'm trying to think if there's any way that i could give any advice for a man to send a nude photo but i can't really because there's no situation in which it would make me enticed to want to do something when i already had decided i wasn't interested the photo is not meant for the woman jamie it's all about <laughs> them you know right just, that's true is. oh so they can take a picture of it and look at it and go look at how big i am or whatever it's kind of like their own foreplay it turns it turns them on more yeah, they are visual people then it turns the female on i mean mm-hmm. that's really the whole thing you know she looks at it and she's like gross <laughs> and now she has to like you know elicit some sort of response you know well some of those i mean we've there's got to be i mean if you're not interested there's a million ways to offend so that they'll go away you know you know there's like a half a million wives out there that have been faking it for years while their <laughs> yes. their husbands you know on the road traveling sending these dick pics and she's just like oh, god. god it's like i thought i was gonna have to not deal with this for three days I'm gonna have to come up with something now you know it's just like, <laughs> i've got to say something like, fabulous god what could i say now after all these years <laughs> looking very trim honey i don't know wow i miss it so bad so daryl and i were talking about this and then i don't even know how it came up but he said something about how there's a couple of celebrities that i think are attractive you know i've always said that you know john ham is like super hot to me and then he said something about if if I had the opportunity or something like that. And it's like, it's so funny because it's one thing when it's options, the Muppet talking, it's just kind of all fantasy. It's not real. It's not like I would literally, if John Hamm showed up at my door, I would walk away from my whole life and have sex with this person. And I told him that I go, let's be honest. He's just a dude with a dick. At the end of the day, when he bends over, he looks just like a goat, just like you do. It's no different. <laughs> it's just his True. face is cute. You know, he just has a cute head, I suppose, above his shoulders head. I don't even know anything else about this. But, you know, it's like if you're going to make me pick this apart, then let me just say that outside of my fantasy brain of options, the Muppet, all dudes look the same naked for the most part. At least in my mind. I mean, maybe there's some variances in size, but for the most part, I mean, can you think about how disappointing it would be if John Hamm came into my bedroom and he had a micro penis or something? I don't think he does. I'm just saying that what it's like, oh, there it is. Same as everything else. No different. But what if he came in and he didn't? Well, it, I don't know. I mean, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? It's like at the end of the day, they all look the same naked. 
no that's not true jamie i think women look different naked i think all women look different nude i think men pretty much you're looking at pretty much the same you know factory issue look i think it's been a long time since you slept with someone different well yes that is true that is true now i'm thinking about it you're i right, think right. you've probably just forgotten but that's okay i have not forgotten i've had many lovers i have a long time ago yeah well what so i have a very very good and long memory completely but anyway my point is is that for me i i couldn't even give advice on how to suggest to a human hey if you want to photograph your penis and you're trying to encourage relations this is the way to do it step one don't do it <laughs> step two clean your freaking room step turn three, off the television wipe off the camera lens first get the thumbprints <laughs> off there god do you know how bad i hate that when i see pictures online and they're all blurry because someone forgot to wipe off the damn camera lens because their hands are sweaty it's so irritating i'm like don't you ever wipe off your lens I had a dream that I was holding hands with somebody and their hands were sweaty. Oh, God. <laughs> I got to look up what that means. That's just, I don't even think there's a, a definition for that, Jamie. I just remember going, your hands are really sweaty. <laughs> then I woke up. That's it was gross. really weird. I don't know what it was. It wasn't mine. It was someone else. It was very odd. It was a very strange dream. I, and I don't even I just don't. know what you're going to do with that one. That's I'm weird. not. I'm just going to pretend it didn't happen and move on with my life is what i'm going to do well i hope for the sake of you that you don't get any dick pics but do should you learn learn how to screenshot so I when am. it happens I'm gonna, I'm gonna practice do it <laughs> just whenever someone sends you one and just go oh now's my chance and well maybe and you'll it. get some i don't know why i always get all the action maybe i don't know i wish i could say i was jealous <laughs> I, that's always happened to me for some reason i just Maybe because you're the married one, but... Um, maybe. I don't know. I, I just... I don't... You know what? I shut people down so quickly. I'm so unimpressed with most people that I'm just, you know... I just... Men specifically who try to pull that kind of crap, I'm like, you know what? You're so not impressive that I... But I've been that way my whole life. I mean, even when I was single... I could have been totally, you know, one lover a week or one lover a day or, you know, I could have totally been that person, but I just, men are so unimpressive <laughs> to me in general. I mean, I love men a lot. That's not what I mean. But when they're interested in me, I can, I can find one reason to just go, nope. And I'm very, very clear, very clear remember early on we had the guy that was emailing me websites to buy yeah. lingerie for like I do. for like bunny costumes that and was odd. and uh like french made costumes and things like that because yeah. it was like an episode we talked about yes and i'm just like this guy's a creep yeah <laughs> it scared me i called well, victor at the yes. time and we were separated and i had him come over because i was scared well because the guy was in bakersfield or something yeah he was yes. close i do remember that you know what though i've had my share of actual stalkers like oh, actual gosh. stalkers when i was single i remember one time it was a friday night i had fallen asleep on the couch in my apartment i had a downstairs apartment and there was a bang on the door and i looked and it was like two o'clock in the morning and i looked through the peephole and it was three sheriffs 
And so I opened the door because I thought it was, you know, family member or I didn't know. You know, I was worried that something had happened to someone I knew and they were coming to tell me and I was freaking out. So I opened the door and they say, are you alone? And I said, yeah. And, it, you know, you always hear about those horrible stories where people pretend to be cops. But it definitely was not that. Their car was parked right out front and everything. And I said, yeah, what's up? And they said, well, your neighbors, multiple neighbors called 911 because you had a peeping Tom. And I said, what? And they said, yeah, you need to, they searched the entire apartment facility and reported it to the apartment manager that somebody had been trying to essentially break in. And wow. they were looking in all my windows and, you know, I have a balcony and I had two bedrooms that both had entrances in it, you know, and I was, I freaked out hardcore freaked out seriously it was really scary so that that happened and then i also there were times where i would get calls in the middle of the night from people that i did not know males would call me that was a time period it was like six month time period where that happened and i wasn't seeing anybody at all so it wasn't like i it could be anyone that i knew so it was really i mean that is truly scary getting stupid emails is one thing but when they're like at your damn door yeah that's, that's truly scary yeah it was really scary actually i had tyler's dad stay with me for a while because i was convinced that you know someone was going to come in and kill me yikes i know so that's real scary so anyway all right well enough with the dick pics the ugly truth podcast will always be free so we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on amazon via our links on uglytruth.com Here's Jamie with her Amazon pick of the week. Hi, Hugs. Wanted to let you know about a special event that's going on July 12th, Prime Day. It is the biggest Amazon event ever with over 100,000 deals exclusively for its Amazon Prime members. It's a one day only a shopping event. It is free shipping. It is worldwide. In addition, there will be lightning deals throughout the day that are even better deals than the ones that will be offered exclusively to Prime members. This is on July 12th. If you're not a Prime member yet, what are you waiting for? Go do it. Go shopping. It's going to be an amazing day. July 12th, Amazon event, Prime Day. You can get this deal and literally anything you could ever want from Amazon and support our show at the same time by visiting UglyTruth.com slash shop. Thanks for helping out the truth. Let's get back to the show. so much bad press about the Rio Olympics. I haven't been super enthusiastic about it coming, but I started watching the aquatics trials. Right. Diving. And then, of course, the swimming's been this last week. Mm-hmm. And now I'm getting excited because <laughs> I love aquatics. So, well, you know, our kids swam through college. Yeah. And so it was really fun. It's so fun to watch. Now I'm excited. And it's neat seeing all these people who never made it to the Olympics before. Yeah. I mean, it's so great. Well, we started watching the diving, I would say, like, last week sometime, because we really liked that. The swimming's pretty okay, but we really liked the diving, so we Mm -hmm. were watching the men and women's, and it's so funny about 
the Olympic sports, mm. you really only need to watch like one or two divers before you become like a total expert on the sport. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's so true. suddenly, you, you know, know, everything before too long, Ryan's just like, oh, my God, that was a horrible dive. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 4.5. But what was exciting about it is, you know, watching the trials, then when the Olympics actually does come, then we'll remember Mm. who was diving. So then when we watch them dive against the other people, it will be even more exciting because we'll be like, hey, there's that person that we saw, you know, win the trials and now they're actually diving for the medal. Like, that's kind of how we're viewing it. Right. And so it'll be all the more exciting. Either they'll be losing or, you know, whatever, but or winning but it'll still be exciting to see them compete so we're pretty excited but i think they're going to start the track and field soon and so we're looking forward to that yeah Yeah, unless it's one of the really running ones i hate all those ones but well they get boring to me although it's funny when something like really historical happens with the running and you know they their eyes get real wide and they're like screaming and running around and they're so excited i'm like what what just happened like i never i never understand Never. And then the other thing I do is I have this memory. Well, I must have been in sixth grade because still to this day, there is a track meet for fifth and sixth graders in this area. Mm -hmm. And you compete. I think you competed in it. I competed in it. I was in the 25 yard dash and somehow I qualified far, Jamie. What? That's That's not even far enough to get a running start. Well, it was a dash it's just a dash and so somehow somehow i qualified to go and participate in the 25 yard dash at this track meet and it is a district-wide meet so dad took me and it was at san juan high school i believe and so i go and i'm in the heat i'm in the finals this is it And I look to the left and to the right, and I am surrounded by very tall, athletic African-American girls. Oh. So I'm standing there going, and, you know, back then, I didn't know anything about anything. So I'm like, I'm going to win this thing. You You got your ass beat, didn't you? I... Dad laughed so hard. He said, it looked like you didn't even run. It's like, no, you know, the, the gun goes off and I take off and I see smoke passing me by like so many people. And I'm running as hard as I can. And afterward, dad is like, he is hysterical. He's like, how would that? And I go, I got eighth place. That is so I mean, mean. Well, I mean, I listen, if it was my kid and I saw them line up with all these other people who were clearly going to be athletes, I'd be like, oh, well, you know what? Good for you for trying. Good for Do you for best. not giving up. And I got my little light baby blue eighth place ribbon from the on- honorable mention San Juan Unified <laughs> District track beat for sixth graders. Oh, but boy. didn't you? But did you not participate? I'm sure I participated I in all of those. I swore that you did. I remember. I'm, I, used to, I used to do pretty good in all those little track meets for different really? things. And yeah, like not the me. The long jump and, well, you know me, I was all you legs. Gazelle, you have gazelle legs. Of course I know. You, did. <laughs> <laughs> you probably looked like, you know those, you know those little toys where they have like yarn for legs with the little wooden <laughs> feet? 
Yes. That's kind of what you look like <laughs> yes, when you were doing me. your thing. <laughs> that's me. So, yeah. Anyway. So, we'll we'll get into some of the other events, the trials. I'm sure. kind of surprised they do the trials now because I think the Olympics are, like, coming up, aren't they? They start the week we're in Hawaii. So, oh, they so start, like, August. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, like, early first week of August. So, but it's not really surprising. I mean, knowing how athletic, you know, like, swim meets and stuff go, they compete, they qualify, and then two weeks later, they're doing the they're doing the final final but you know they're in shape and they have to be ready you can't be sitting around for a month waiting for the final whatever so it's not surprising to me once they get everybody qualified and then they all get sent on over there but hopefully there won't be any zika babies coming back you never know yeah, you gotta really. be careful i'm just surprised at how young all the athletes are that's the whole thing that gets me when they say the men's and the women's mm. and i'm like you got a bunch of 16 year olds running around I know. And like, I'm it's all, like <laughs> woman my ass i'm like well, you know what i was doing when i was 16 i was a hostess at a restaurant okay yeah, you i was not doing school. this it's so true so yes yeah, so the olympics are coming the trials have been really fun to watch however i started watching this uh show on showtime a couple of seasons ago because i was running out of stuff to watch and you know i do the elliptical i work out almost every day and so i i really need to watch something without commercials so I'm always looking on for something that is at least 45 minutes long to watch while I'm doing my workout. And I came across this show called Ray Donovan. I've heard of that show. Okay. Ray Donovan, the main actor is Lee Schreiber. Lee Lieb Schreiber or Lee Schreiber? Lee Lee Schreiber. Okay, whatever. He's really good looking and you know normally i'm not into this look but it's his character who is so hot because mm -hmm. he's kind of like it's like it's the sopranos effect they're bad boys they take care of business no one messes with them that kind of attitude okay he's irish oh. and from boston and so nice. he's a boston accent big irishman and he wears like armani suits and these crisp white shirts that i've never seen so white oh, before. that doesn't suck i could get on board with that he's really attractive in the show <laughs> like really good looking and he's a bad boy so he's never you know he sleeps with just about anything sounds like my kind of guy yeah you'd probably fall in love with him and have 10 kids so i've been watching it i caught up on last season because i had actually stopped watching it because i got obsessed with some other show and so i binge watched ray donovan last week and now season four started last Sunday. And so now I'm all caught up and I'm all aboard. This guy is in my bank vault. I mean, he's right there next to John Hamm. Wow. But what's funny is that when the show ends and I stop watching it, he'll go away. It's like this summer obsession that I have with this dude. And then it like he's like a summer affair. He's like in a summer fling. He's a summer fling. Yes. And on top of it, Showtime had their viewing party for season four in Santa Monica last week. And it was at a bar that I've been to. I'm looking at these photos going, I have been to this bar. I know I have. So I looked it up. Sure enough, O'Brien's Pub in Santa Monica. My friend Leslie knows the owner. And she took me there when I went there to visit her once. And we got hammered in this Irish pub. It was the best place I'd ever been to this day hands down the best irish pub i've ever been to i think i remember you telling me about that it was a memorable evening so amazing truly irish and so when i saw these photos of the viewing party i'm like i can't believe he was where i was it was so weird it was so cool how funny 
I think you would like the show, actually. I know. I don't know if you have have showtime. I don't even know when I'll be able to check it out, but I'll try and check it out. (laughs) It's very, you know, there's not a lot of nudity or anything. It's just very, very violent. And not bloody violent. Just there's just a lot of action going on. A lot of punching. I'm sure the language is not. The language is the worst. Yeah. As far as kids, as far as your kids go. Yeah. You would have to wear. Um, I have to find a dark corner to hide it. Just watch it on your computer or something. Jamie, I have, (laughs) I have bodies crawling on me at any given moment. I tried to Snapchat yesterday. I didn't even realize I saw a head with a pair of goggles on hiding behind (laughs) me. You're like, God damn it. And I saw it when my Snapchat because I was outside. I took the kids swimming yesterday. This is okay. This is what I didn't realize. They were inside. They were fighting all day long. And so I'm just like, that's it. I'm just like, let's just go outside. We'll go swimming because I'm thinking this will give me a nice reprieve for sure. um you know the ma- the madness it doesn't because no. they basically are just outside in water fighting now <laughs> you just you added another element and not only that now i just add the mom watch me look see oh. what i can do you know watch me ready ready are you watching no. and i'm just like oh my god your kids are god they're so fucking demanding <laughs> I just I want to die. I want to die. Like I told you, this is why they invented summer camp. Send their asses out, man. Jamie, school just got out three days ago. So (laughs) what? You know what? Back in the day, listen, back in the day, parents would be like, so excited. See you in two months. And I'm not saying send them off, but there is day camp. I mean, there are ways of eliminating their presence for a couple of hours a day. I mean, Ryan has been in more trouble in the last three days than he probably has been in like three months. It's ridiculous. I are are my words falling on deaf ears? Get them into no, the they're not. they're not. Just get rid of them. I swear I'm just to God. Trying to catch my breath for God's sakes. I'm just I know. trying to like you know get my bearings here for a minute. I know they're relentless. It's like a relentless. It's like the mail. It never ends. It's it's always coming. But anyways, so, well, that's a good show. I'm going to have to. Yes, you have to try to find it because, well, I think you'll find him very sexy. Sounds like it. Normally, I don't like guys like that, but, you know, so I'll just, I just, I'll enjoy your character on Ray Donovan. And then when it ends, you go away and I'll just wait for next year. Hopefully, if there's another one, you never know. But that's my summer Summer loving happened so fast. That was on the other day. Malia watched on Netflix and we sat there and I had had some, I'd had a cocktail because like I told you, Daryl made Mai Tais. Oh, okay. So I drank a Mai Tai and I was singing, I mean, really singing. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure I frightened my daughter. It's like karaoke night. Hardcore too. And I go, oh, I love this song. Daryl's like, yes, I know. And I'm all, there are worse things I could do. Wow. And I was like getting hardcore into it. It was funny. Jeez, Maybe I'm it sure was Molly- only funny to me. Maybe it was only funny to me. Sure, Malia's like, mom, God. She was nesting in the corner. <laughs> she wasn't, she just ignores us, actually. How do you know she wasn't secretly filming you and then posting it on her Instagram? You know what? You're right. And she doesn't, she refuses to add us onto her Instagram. She's I follow like, her on her Instagram. Yeah, she won't allow us. She goes, oh. it's the one thing. She goes, you guys follow me on everything else. Can I have one thing? And I said, yes, you may have one thing. Well, if it's You're suspect, right. I'll, I'll let you know. All right. So uh, finally, there's one other thing I wanted to tell you about because we just talked about this last week. So, you know, I can't find my snake Brudel. 
He okay. seems to have left the premises, which should make you happy. He's moved on to greener pastures. Yes. I'm in the kitchen. I'm doing dishes. And, you know, the window, our, our house is built kind of high up. Like, there's a, there's a significant space in between where the house is and where the yard is. So, it's like 12 feet. Daryl goes, hey, is this, is this Riddell? And he pulls up a skin. And I look at it and I go, uh, I don't know. That has a weird look to it. It's that fucking lizard. Oh. The lizard is here and it has molted. And it was a very. Do you think it ate Verdell? I don't know. All I know is that I looked at it and he goes, Verdell wasn't a snake. And I said, that's not Verdell. That is a lizard. And I've named the lizard Lucifer because I hate it and I don't want it anywhere near me. And it's huge. It is big. And I'm like, okay, I'm alarmed. I just, I swear the next time Olivia's over there and she's playing by the pond and it lurches out of the water and snatches her and drags her underwater. (laughs) Well, I'm sure that you'll jump in. (laughs) I will. I'll do it. That can't happen. The Uggs know if you're going to go out in public, it's best that you at least do a lip and a clip. To help out, Paula has your lip and clip tip of the week brought to you by the Ugly Truth Avon store. Here's Paula. Good news, friends. Avon's True Color eyeshadow quads are on sale. Quad compacts have four numbered eyeshadows telling you exactly where to apply your makeup so your eyes look like they were done by an expert. And since eyeshadow quads are so addicting, this current sale is perfect. Buy two quads for just $9.99. Hurry up and buy yours before it's too late. Get this and tons of other lip and clip favorites from our Avon store at uglytruth.com slash shop. And now, once again, here are the Uggs. Well, let's do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Okay, so... Mine's not awkward at all. Mine's okay. just very typical ugly behavior. All right. So as I mentioned earlier this week, we went to a barbecue at a friend's house. These friends are actually very, very old friends of Victor's family. You know, Victor's side of the family, they are, uh, I, I love them all very dearly, but they are all very, very conservative Republican mm. Christian people. Yes. And as are these friends of the family. And okay. so at this barbecue, it was inevitable that the conversation Politics. was going to go that direction. So I had yes. been inside going to the bathroom. I came back outside and, you know, poured myself a glass of lemonade and <laughs> sat down and you know, heard the words constitution. Oh, Jesus. Muslim and, you know, terrorists. (sighs) And so I was just like, oh boy. I'm like, well, I guess we've reached that point of the evening. (laughs) So Mm, you knew it was coming. I'm sitting there and I really had no issue with it because I just, I already knew it was going to happen. And I, you know, I I was just going to sit there and and let it happen. And when I sat down, Victor kind of looked at me and he just kind of like had like (laughs) a a shaky kind of grin on his face and a little glimmer in his eye. Like, you're going to say something like, please don't. Oh, (laughs) please don't be yourself just for this moment. 
And so I just sat down and I didn't say anything. So, you know, 15 minutes goes by. Oh, that's and pure hell. I'm listening. And, you know, I could have just let everything go by. Yeah. But I just, I think you struggle. truly what happened was, is I just got bored. That's yeah, that can really happen. all it was. Yeah. Is I just got bored. And it wasn't that I had a firm, like, I'm, I know my truth. I know where sure. I stand. I'm not trying to educate anyone. To be you honest. can't. You can't. Especially in that environment. No. It's not going to happen. No, they're like minds. You know, that's just, that's just the way that goes. So I say something. I'm like, so tell me again about that whole founding fathers and freedom of religion and separation of church and state. Mm -hmm. And so I just start throwing out little sentences about that. And, you know, it escalated. Oh, dear. You know, but I didn't say anything than just a couple of other little things like that. And I just Mm. was basically just like dripping little gasoline in the fire yeah just to see what would happen just more or less to watch the human response i felt like a little scientist you know just felt like a puppeteer just kind of watching to see you know if i can make someone's vein pop on their forehead you know (laughs) did you uh maybe a little bit and so and i just i'm like this is really sick paula like you shouldn't be (laughs) doing this like this is just really really sick you know what i will tell you this that that is truly ugly behavior, U G L E E behavior. Yes, because we definitely have that ability, and we have all done it. So bravo! Thank you. It was funny because I don't remember specifically what it was. Oh, I was talking about how to Daryl and I we were having this discussion about how social media has allowed people with incredibly aggressive, you know, very far-reaching views, very extreme views. It's giving them a platform to showcase all of those views, whether you're incredibly liberal or incredibly conservative. Either way, you have a an audience of your uh, your choice, however big or small you choose to do it, to showcase all those views. Or like, you know, back in the day before social media, there would be b- backyard barbecues or people sitting around after dinner and some fucking asshole aunt or uncle or someone would say something like that and the rest of them would go what is your problem like why would you ever say that and they would be humbled and go yeah you're right that's probably really terrible to say and they would school themselves right or they they would all agree but it would stop in that backyard exactly it would end in the backyard and then no one else is worse for the wear except for these terrible people who have this terrible opinion but they're entitled to it you know they can say whatever they want in the privacy of their own home and so i said but now because of social media we all have to endure their horribly uneducated opinions terrible hurtful things that they would never dare say to them and they're into their face but feel like they're safe and can say it in this realm and that's that's literally to me this the the seedy underbelly of social media right is that you get to see these awful things with no repercussions whereas in the old days you could say it in your home and you would either get lectured about how stupid you are or everyone would agree and then it ends and we all move on with our life and have mm-hmm. another budweiser the other thing was the other day I was on social media 
and I saw a friend of mine went to a barbecue at a family, you know, typical like you did, just went to somebody's house for a birthday or something, and everybody's sitting around in the folding chairs in the backyard eating their plate, you know, their paper plates, and that looks like pure hell to me. It's like 100 degrees, and we're all sitting yeah. around the backyard around a barbecue, you know, around the Coleman and, you know, having our hot dogs and hamburgers. And although the pretense is always great because you're with family and friends, it's hot. It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You're sitting around with people you only see once a year if you're lucky. Right. And you're trying to, you know, you're, but your family, so you're kind of forced to do it. And I told Terrell, I said, I uh, have been to many of these events. And I can tell you right now, I don't ever want to do that again. Like, I don't want to do these. Why do we force people to get together and sit around and eat food and act like this is a great old time when it's not? Do you know how many of those we had to go to as kids? Oh, my God. They're the worst. And that was after like a three hour drive. It was terrible. There, it's like, why do we force this misery on people? I don't get it. And I, I need to look, I'm, I'm speaking for us, obviously, but I said, when my kids get older, it's like, Hey, we're going to have a barbecue at our house. Never. (laughs) It's never going to happen. We're never sitting around in the lawn in chairs, eating off of paper plates. Never going to happen. No, I mean, our ideas of barbecues are different now. (laughs) Well, at least my idea. Mine is barbecue outside, coming in the air conditioning. We're barbecuing the food, but not ourselves. (laughs) We're not sitting around in overgrown lawn, talking to a cousin that we have nothing in common with. (laughs) Literally nothing in common with. No. So uh, it's been 10 years since we've seen each other. Yep. With some makeshift slip and slide in the weeds. Oh, God, and the kids running around and dirty and you know sweaty and itchy grape soda that no one ever drank. I just oh God. And no one ever has any alcohol. That's the other thing. Unless you want to drink like Arbor Mist or something. <laughs> Or, you know, it's like, oh, well, if you want to go over to uh, creepy Uncle Matt, he's got some oh, Budweiser. Oh. Oh, I've got I've got some I've got some good uh, fruit punch or sodas in my shed. No, he's, thanks. you know, and then, you know, there's there's Smoker's Corner and then there's the one uh, older cousin that tries to steal away and, and the dogs like, that won't start stop barking from behind the fence or the other dog that's sniffing around every single human trying to find some kind of morsel eating because they don't want to eat their alpo anymore eating hot dogs off everyone's plate oh god i just want to just (laughs) stab me in the eye stab me in the eye so when you told me you went to a backyard barbecue i'm like i am so sorry no actually the barbecue was nice it wasn't that bad it was really good food and they had we ate on regular plates they had really big picnic tables and oh well see that's better it was no i mean they do barbecues all the time so they're actually like equipped for you know those kinds of things it wasn't like how you would suspect so yeah but you know what i'm talking about no i I mean you know those i know what you're talking about i've been to those ones oh god so tell me about you being an (sighs) asshole okay so uh i'm not going to use names because it's not necessary this is a general just bad thing and it's going to happen to you because you're my sister and it's going to happen to you okay every single person i'm friends with on facebook i know personally um there's a handful of listeners i don't friend listeners anymore but the the listeners that i have friended i've had interactions with i have something in common with we may not have met face to face but i know them from the show and i've known them for you know three or four years now Mm -hmm. and so i consider them friends so other than that, though, everybody else I've either met 
or, you know, know them personally. So I have, I mean, I don't know, over 500 friends, which is a lot, but I also met people in a variety of jobs and a lot in radio. I became friends with this person about four years ago on Facebook. I worked with her. Daryl worked with her as well. He took a trip to New York with her and a bunch of other staff members at one point. Um, this was like right around the time we were getting married, not in the r- romantic way. They just were, they went to this huge presentation together and he got to know her very well there with everybody else. And she's very, very funny lady. She's our age. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, another friend who worked with her, who we both worked with as well, posted something and he posted that he missed her and that he, you know, it was her coming up on her uh, anniversary of her death. And I didn't know she even died. What? I was like, what? And so I, I looked at it and went, oh my God, she died? What happened? And so I'm still friends with her on Facebook. Like just totally no big deal. Went to her page and she died three years ago. And I didn't <laughs> She I did. I didn't know. How did you I, miss that, Paula? I am an asshole. That's why. Were there and, not like like oh announcements God. or something? Her obituary had been posted twice. There was a memorial for her friends that she worked with. People that I am fr- very good friends with were there. I mean, it was a to do. Okay, and wait a minute. You became friends with her when? Like four years ago. And she died three years ago? Yes. Well, maybe you weren't very active on Facebook that long ago. <sighs> three years ago? We've been doing this show for three years, Paula. Yeah, yes, I was active. True. Yes. Yes. How and so. How the heck did you miss that? Because I am a selfish, self centered dick. That's why. I looked at that and I was like, what kind of friend am I? What kind of person am I that I did not know this girl had passed away? And I was like, I feel like the biggest asshole on the planet. And I'm like, this is the most awkward moment of my life. Not knowing someone that I, I genuinely liked. Oh my God. We were not super close because I told Daryl, I said, if we had been super close tonight, I mean, this would have been an oversight beyond just you know, not caring. This It would have been something completely different. But I knew her well enough to friend her on Facebook and say, hey, how's it going? Oh, blah, 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 you know. And then to come and find that she had passed away from a, a long illness and it was devastating. <laughs> and I... I just couldn't believe it. I said, wow. And, and, and I'm like, and it was a tragic, it was tragic because she was very young. I mean, well, we're yeah. not old, you know, as much as I joke about being old, I'm not old. And so well, not when I old read enough to die, I mean, my God, no. And so I was like, wow, wow. This was, is awkward. Was Daryl friends with her? Yes. So how he did was. he miss it? Because he's married to me. I don't know. I tell them all these things. I mean, and the thing is, is that I have been friends. I am friends with people who have passed away suddenly, tragically, and and I'm aware of it. And so the fact that this escaped me completely, I, I don't know what happened. And I'm friends you- with a lot of the people who also acknowledge that this person had passed away. So I thought... I, and you know me and I, you know I am so freaking morbid. You I was think just that I would be the first person, Jamie. You know when every obscure celebrity I dies, I know 
that's you why you can't I even know when one of your own friends die. Nope. Nope. I And Daryl doesn't even know when your friends die. Daryl relies on me to tell him these things. He's so he's so afraid of death. He does not he can't do it. So it's me. And I'm the one that tells him so and so has passed away. But he's like, oh, that's terrible or whatever. So when I told him, I said, you're not going to believe this. And I told him, he's like, when did this happen? I go, three years ago. I mean, it's just the worst. And I feel awful. It doesn't. I mean, obviously, this person has passed away. It's awful. And I feel terrible that I wasn't able to, like, acknowledge it in any way. So, yeah, ugly, awkward, times a thousand more that's not even awkward that's just awful <laughs> i know i know i know it's terrible i i just wow i don't know now i feel like i should go through my friends list to make sure nobody's dead i know because like i have unfollowed some people but sure. like maybe sure. i should check on them <laughs> because you never know well i guess you win this week <laughs> Okay. Do I? Does anybody really win <laughs> with that? Well, no. That's true. It's just awful. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, we should wrap it up. So, just some housekeeping items. Next week, I am not here because <laughs> I am, like I said, having my 13 year old stepdaughter arrive. So, yes. we're going to be getting her. And setting up house, etc., getting adjusted. And so Jamie will be here with a special guest. We're not sure who that is yet. Yeah. But uh, we'll Producer get Producer Deb is hoping. He Yes, he's hoping for the job. Yes, he really wants the gig. <laughs> so we'll see what's going on with that. Yeah. Keep shopping our links, our Amazon link, our Avon links. We always appreciate your patronage. Keep visiting us on our social network links. The information is up on our facebook page other than that we'll talk to you soon bye bye that's a wrap but make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call ugly cuts and then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week thanks for listening and sharing the show see you next time on the ugly truth